Hello, hello, and welcome to Pillow Talk with Gina, an intimate, unguarded conversation that usually occurs in bed. So here I am on the bed, in the bed, ready to get my talk on. And this podcast is about all of the things, mind, body, and soul. Um, joined today again with my best friend, Gianna. Hello, Gianna. <laughs> Giannis, trying to be serious. Gianna is a mum to five. She's a nurse in ED, and she has the giggles at the beginning of our podcast today. Well, we've been here for like maybe what an hour and a half. Yeah, we always have a pre pre podcast chit chat, so we've been like hanging. So we're kind of in that we're in that kind of giggly vibe today. That's the vibe of the podcast. We're on today. I like it. I like it when we're in this mood. So if you're in for an upbeat, um, high energy Gina and Gianna, then we are going to give that to you right now. (laughs) (laughs) This week, we are continuing the chat that we had last week, which was all was moving towards the topic of intuition synchronicity manifestation and the power of thought whoa <laughs> did you just break yourself down? i did i realized that i just kind of started a massive topic so we're going to break it down we could probably talk about this sort of thing over a few podcasts but we kind of need to kind of bring it in and where we left off last week i suppose mm-hmm. I think the first thing I wanted to start with was a phrase. This is where this conversation went last week was that my grandmother always said to me, "Um, what's for you, girl, won't go by you. She always said it in a really um, strong Scottish accent. Do the accent. I can't do the accent. Do the accent. (laughs) (laughs) What's for you, won't go by you. Is that Scottish? What's No, 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 no. Gina, Gina, Gina Victoria. She called me me Victoria. Gina Victoria. What's for you, lassie, won't go by you. Oh my God, I am so sorry to anyone from Scotland who is listening, (laughs) shaking their heads right now saying, what was that? Um, And that whole phrase to me was a really kind of uh, reassuring phrase because she was saying that anything in life that is for you, whether that be a person, an experience, a thing, an object, it won't go by you. So have peace in the knowledge that what's for you won't go by you. So we're going to explore that today, that train of thought that what she was basically saying was there is something bigger than us. There is a divine plan. Whether that is, I mean, we talk about the universe, we talk about God, um, kind of the same thing. Does that make sense? So some people think everything's a coincidence. Um, and other people think it's destiny. My grandma obviously believed in destiny, didn't she? She believed, yeah. yeah. So, like the movie Sliding Doors, do you reckon? Yeah, I think destiny is similar to fate too, isn't it? Yeah, fate. So, is, is it an accident? Is it an accident that we're friends? Oh, God, I don't think so. So you think about, we were talk, this is what we were talking about before. How many people are there on, on Earth? About 7 billion, I reckon. Yeah. Let me Google that. I was going to because I said seventy. I was like, "Whoa!" I'm like whoa, googling that. Write that in. I think it's. I think it's more like seven billion. But a lot. Of, there's a lot of people. Meet, you only meet like a handful. But I, I honestly believe that everyone you you do cross paths with is for a reason. Well, so they, a, a reason, a season, or a lifetime. I once heard. I like oh, that. I like that one. A reason, a season. Or, some some people come to teach you a lesson. 
Some people come for a season, just a season of your life. And some people a long haul. And it's not always like some some it's not always a positive thing. Sometimes you learn out of a negative situation, you learn a positive lesson. Yeah. But then other things you like someone asked me last night, how how are we friends, Gina and I? And it's like, oh I don't know how. Our friendship flowed, didn't it? So we we met in the gym. In a gym class, mm. and you just stood behind me, like you know when you go into a gym class. If anyone goes to a gym, you'll know this. You kind of have a spot, and every week you you work out in that same spot if you're in that class, and, and you can't move from that spot. Yeah, and if anyone new comes and they actually go in your spot, you're like, who the, who is this? Who is this person? <laughs> and so I was working out, and you, we had a chat five minutes maybe before class. That was all it was at first. And then it just evolved and evolved. And we, we had the gym in common. And then we had obviously children in common, similar age children. Our children made friends. And then it evolved from there. You were you you were doing a nursing degree and I became interested in midwifery and you invited me to your birth. Yeah. And I came to that. And again, that just strengthened the ties of connection, didn't it? It just we just built it just was a really natural build. How funny was it at the birth, though? You having, honestly, I think her and the midwife were about to get into an honest God, kill each other wrestle. Like they were just, you weren't. So you you didn't flow together. You I didn't. I did not <laughs> flow did not, with your midwife. I did not flow with my midwife. And that's why you didn't flow with us. I was trying to get it so that we were flowing and oh, yeah, this, yeah. I was wanting flow. And then Eli's like, Who, who's this pommy chick? I don't think he'd even met you. So a pommy chick, if you're listening from anywhere else in the world, in America or in England or Europe, what is a pom, a pommy chick? What is a pom? It's you. It's Gina. Basically, the prisoner of Mother England is what it stands for. Oh, I Did you know not that. know that? That's really bad. You're prisoner of Mother England. So a lot of Australians call me a pom because obviously, as you can hear by my accent, I am from the UK. <laughs> um, and yeah, they call you a pom a lot. Now do you feel bad that you've called me a You call me a pom every day, almost. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so yeah, so our relationship, what we're saying is it happened, didn't it? Organically, but yet I don't believe that there was an accident, we were meant to cross each other's paths. Out of all the people in the world. You can't force a friendship. You can't force a relationship. You can't force a friendship. No. No. The the timing of everything, I believe, is like a divine timing. So that's the conversation today. And I'm kind of excited. And I think I wanted to go back to the the beginning of this. Everything is energy. Okay. So I have been reading up on this. And um, it's, it's... we are so the table, the phone, the mic, you, me. It's everything is made up of atoms, isn't it? And it vibrates on physics, its own. Yep. yeah, and it, it vibrates on a frequency. So everything, everything is vibrating. So basically, we are actually all one thing, actually, because we're all just vibrating together. Yeah, and so un, in the understanding by a physics that everything is energy and vibrational energy, it means that everything is therefore connected, which leads me to the the first topic, which is manifesting. I want to talk about manifesting because they say, they say that (laughs) um, thoughts can become things. Well, I think so too, but even just on your energy thing, like that's why when you meet some people, you really, 
you're instantly drawn for them. And it might, like energy, I think, is drawn to like energy. So some people just walk into a room and they are bursting with this positivity and this radiance and this glow and people are drawn to that. But that's that energy they're giving out. And it's very basic, really. You see someone and they're negative and they're angry. They instantly are going to block you from approaching them because you you don't you don't want that in your space. But then there's you know how sometimes it's happened you know when you might just walk past a stranger and you recognize yeah you feel instantly you feel them not it's not always sexually but you might just look at them and you have that almost like an instantaneous connection with them like it's I agree I think that's you know when you meet it's like when you're in a bar and you see that one guy. I don't think, I think obviously there's all but the, guy, there's the girl. visual. I'm talking about, I'm talking romantically. Yeah, yeah. Like you might see the visual of him and go, like he talk, but there's something about his, his, I think that we vibrate on certain frequencies. And I think that when, when we match with someone on a frequency, then it kind of like, you notice it. So that's what I'm saying. And I think that through our lives, we all level up in different frequencies. And that's why yeah. some relationships stay and maintain because the frequency stays the same. And some relationships fall away because we all grow and change and evolve and, and vibrate at different yeah. levels. Is that's that, it. And yeah. Then, I see. And then on your energy, like talking about energy and that, you know, you look at yourself as a, rather than as a single singular being, if you look at yourself as a sort of like that big ball of energy and then you want to manifest something then you're already part and this is not really so much for me but they say that you're already part of the entire you're part of the universe yeah so it's not you alone alone it's you as that energy working with another energy that's greater than you to manifest something i love this desire. shit you see i love this oh, shit i don't know if I, I said that very no no well. you did like i like that feeling <laughs> though like i like i like <laughs> the feeling that i'm not alone i like the feeling that we're like a, we're that i'm vibrating alone. and that and see what i'm in like in this mood i'm in today like i'm 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 vibing high today like my energy's <laughs> good so i'm pulling in all the people that that and the things that make me feel good so manifesting so you know, people, a lot of you listening will have heard of vision boards. And I mean, I have one. If I was to divert my camera, if you watch on YouTube, just a little to that side, you'd see my vision board. And it's got all the things I want and desire. The body I want, the car I want to drive, the number of subscribers I want on YouTube. Um, the list is endless of things that I am desiring and trying to manifest. But something I've realized over the last probably year is that manifestation is not about putting it on a vision board and then it just happening like you've got to feel it in your very in the very being of who you are like you've got to feel it so if you're speaking something into existence so for example if you want a job you know like um a certain job that pays a certain amount of money you can sit there and speak it all day long but you've got to feel it you've got to feel it in your gut you've got to feel it inside you've got to be excited <laughs> about what's going to happen to you before it's happened to you you've got to you've got to live it like it's already happened does that make sense yeah that's how manifestation works for me now like the energy has got to go into it and trusting and you have to trust trust that everything's going to work out you have to trust that 
that you're that, and I trust in the I'm process. laughing. I'm still giggling because I'm looking at her vision board, <laughs> and I know everything on her vision board. And I I could I sit there with a pen and start ticking things off her vision board. Yeah, because things are actually starting to happen from my vision board. Massively lately yeah. for you, it's been insane. Recent, the last few weeks oh. have been off the scale. I know. Of you I, don't even look. You look different. My energy's, I'm vibing high, obviously. If you're watching this on YouTube, you'll be able to see that. <laughs> if you are listening, you should be able to feel that vibration. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, manifestation, that kind of, I mean, if you've never manifested anything before, this is all new to you, the, the idea that thoughts can become things, I would always suggest trying to start with something really simple. First of all, go watch The Secret on vid- on video not the film go watch the secret where she- it's a really kind of easy to swallow idea of how you manifest things that was the first thing I ever saw about manifestation my stepdad gave that to me when I was about 25 um it's not I've evolved from that now but if you're new if you're new to the idea of thoughts become things that's a good place to start do you agree I, yeah I do I think the best thing about um manifestation is that you're not putting limitations on yourself so therefore, you're already not blocking yourself from achieving what you want. Yeah, I like that. You kind of, you're, you're, you're believing that anything is possible. Yeah. And therefore, that gets you in that space of that's exciting. putting yourself out there to achieve that possibility. Putting you, and you can't just imagine it. You've got to be taking steps. And that was one of the things. You and you're saying like a lot of things have been happening for me recently. I've been putting little steps in place. And then all of a sudden, the work's pouring in, the people are coming, like it's all happening, but I have actually been taking like action. So I think manifestation is both thoughts become things and action at the same, like together. Yeah. But believing that actually as well, the universe is also working the whole time. It's always got your back. Like what's for you won't go by you. So then that's a really comforting feeling that you don't have to chase chase after a person, a thing, a job, um, anything, because if it's for you, it will be there. You just have to be actively getting up every day and taking the little steps to get there. Are we on topic? Are we on topic? Yeah, and I think that sort of leads into what, what you mentioned about, about trusting your intuition and the, trusting that. What's your intuition? What would you say it is? I, for me, I think it is, intuition is knowing something without any, without logic or without any reasoning so you just know it's your gut it's that that fire you know when something sits there and every time you make that bad decision it sits there and it kind of burns and eats at you you just know you know whether you're doing the right thing and you know whether you're doing the wrong thing so yeah as a mother I think mother's intuition is strong isn't it that's strong like as a mom I can always count on my mother's intuition like I always know I know there's something wrong I know I know my kids like I I think sometimes I second guess my intuition when it's to do with me. Yeah, I try and apply logic. But then to I me. think I think that's fear and ego that they get in the way of that too. Ego? I don't have an ego. <laughs> <laughs> What's my name? Who am I? <laughs> I don't have oh, an ego. Me? Fear? Me? No. Mm. Um, I like what you're saying there. So we're talking intuition is trusting in what in yourself is it is it yourself or is it trusting in that something bigger than us is is guiding intuition I think it's 
yeah, it is. It's, I think it's when you get out of your head. I think our, our head can be our friend, but it can also be our worst enemy, which is definitely my worst enemy. You overthink things, but actually, if you're if you're able to, not just... you, Jana, overthinking. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, if you're able to just sort of quiet things and and be in that sort of space of almost like a peace where you're you're in harmony with your heart and your mind, then you can feel things better. You you know whether you're on the right track, whether you you should stay in the job, whether you should quit the job, whether you should stay with that person or leave that person or um, whether your kids are in a right space or they're not in a right space. But when you really just let everything quiet, you feel it. And I think that's what the intuition is. What intuition is. Okay. So my next thing from intuition, <sighs> now this is a good one, I like this little part of our story, is um, asking the universe. I'm using the word universe. Some people use the word God. Some people use, I mean, there's many terms for the the thing that is bigger than us. I mean, religions and beliefs, there's so many. I can't oh. even start. I use universe. Yeah, That's my word. Mother nature, your spirit guides. Yeah. 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 They're all there. So asking for signs. Now, this is an interesting one because um, if you are able to really believe in the whole connectivity of the physics of we are just vibrations, we're all just a big, vi- the planet is basically just a big, massive, vibrating mass of energy, then you can go into the fact that you can ask this higher power for guidance. Because if there is a divine plan for us, if things and people and um, events and experiences are all meant to be part of our life plan, then we can ask for guidance. And this has been something that over the last couple of years I've played with. I've actually played with this. I've tested this. And I, I mean, I did listen to a podcast the other day and this woman was saying, we need to stop testing God, we need to top, stop testing the universe and start trusting in the process. So I agree with her. However, the conversation today is about the Gina of the last couple of years. I've had to kind of test it, if that makes sense, to believe it because I almost wasn't convinced. So I'll give you an example. Um, I asked the universe for an answer about a person. So I won't go into too much detail because it's kind of a complex question, but I asked this question about this particular person and I said, if this person is meant to be in my life for a long period of time, if this person is an important part of my my story, my chapter, I want you to show me, and I just had to think about it, I want the universe to show me something in answer, but it can't be something generic because I didn't want the answer to be an easy answer. I didn't want it to be, um, I don't know, a red car because I might see 50 million of them in a day. Well, that's a bit excessive, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I said to the universe, can you, you remember this story, I can this story. you show me, and I thought about it for a while, show me a flying pig. Because to be honest with you, there's not many flying pigs in the world because as far as I was concerned, pigs actually can't fly. No, I don't think they can. So I asked the universe <laughs> to, to send me this, flying pig and I asked the I gave it a very strict time 
like constraints. I asked the question, I said, I asked for guidance. I, ta- I laid on my bed. I said, if this is X, Y, and Z, show me a flying pig within 24 hours. And then I forgot all about it and got on with my life. And that night... You made a vlog? I made a vlog. Earlier, it was actually an old vlog. It was an older vlog, but I was, I was, I was, it was an old vlog and I was just looking at it and then Rocco bounced over onto my shoulder. It's probably maybe 17 or 18 hours after I'd asked the thing as well, after the question. And you were, you were looking at the vlog. I was looking back at a vlog. vlog. And then all of a sudden Rocco went, oh, mum, look. It's a flying pig. And in the background of an old vlog that I was looking at on the TV screen, there was a Kath and Kim show and they had in the sketch some animated flying pigs. So I said, what do you, what do you mean a flying pig? I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, he has no idea. And he's going, mom, look, it's a flying pig there on the screen. And I like paused and went back and I'm like, oh my God, there's a flying, there's a flying pig. So basically the universe gave me my answer, like, as in, there was no mistaking that it was a flying pig. Yeah. Are, are you following this? Because I am. Are people <laughs> listening to this thinking she's crazy? This you whole are story, crazy, but it's a good story. <laughs> it was no, an example of the universe. When I asked a question or when I asked for guidance, it was an example that it responded. So you, you maybe try it if you're listening to this. Maybe try it. Well, do you know he's really good? That I think, like Gabby Bernstein, and she's really good on. Um, it, following your intuition and trusting the universe that's one of her massive massive things and I love her and I think right around this flying pig stage was a time when we were both kind of listening to her a little bit well I know I was a little bit Mm -hmm. and um there's one thing that she always says like when you get yourself into that state of um when you're unsure about what you're doing and where you should be she always sort of quite takes that time to quiet everything down and she says like her thing is what would you have me do? Like talking to the universe, she'll surrender herself and say, what would you have me do? Where would you have me go? What would you have me say? And to whom and to when? And then she sort of, she talks about releasing it, letting it go and how as she does that and she goes about her day, she'll be able to sort of be, she's open, she's not being resistive to what's out there and things start to work out and she's got, so many incredible stories about signs and things that have helped guide her where she is. And it's, I, I find it, I love it. I love so, it. So, yeah, this, I love what you've just said there. You've basically made my crazy story sound a little less crazy. So it's not, it's not about asking the universe to show you a flying pig. That was, the, that was my funny story. It's about being open to the signs. If you are aware of everything around you, it almost opens up telepathic conversations between between some people that you're so connected to. You can have, yeah. I believe, telepathy because they pop up. These people, you you don't have to be in contact with someone to be in contact with someone. Yeah, like what she's saying is open up. I mean, yesterday I said to you yesterday I went to work. I was in the city all day yesterday working. And I called Jan on the way home. And I was like, I have had the most insane day. Like my sacral chakra, which is if anyone's new to sh- chakras, um, we all have energy points going through our body from the very root of our feet all the way up through to our head and off and beyond above there as well, apparently. Um, and the sacral chakra is in in a female, in the womb area. In the male, it's in the same area. But I, I describe... And I 
could feel the energy there going off. And when I went to the city, I had this day where I saw repetitive um, names. I saw images of uh, like a painting that resembled something very close to like there was there was a sequence of events that for me personally were like wow oh my god like this is a reminder or it's a it's a connection to a specific person or event and it just made me realize that what what you're saying there if you tapped in and you're aware these things they're not a coincidence because they're too it's too clever. Is that, yeah. It's not a coincidence. It's a, you, I saw a painting that you could look at and you wouldn't have even noticed the painting. But for me, the painting had so much symbolism. I was like, oh my God, what is, does that? Yeah, for me it does. And then I was talking to someone at work last night and and we, we had a similar conversation, but he's a very science-based person. And he said to me, but you choose, you, it's, a way, it's the way you interpret it. Now, I like that. So he threw another sort of different angle and he says it's the way you interpret it and it's also like, you know, when, you, when you're pregnant, you look at everyone's pregnant. You know everyone, everyone's having a baby. Or if you're buying a new car, you see that, that the car, car you're thinking everywhere. about buying is everywhere you go. So that was his thing. When I told him a story about my father, so I used to live up north and um, I said to I said to her, I had thought, I need to move. I want to come back. I want to come back to Victoria. So, yeah, so she lived up, in, up north is Queensland and she was moving yeah. back to Melbourne for anyone that doesn't live in Australia. Yeah. So I thought, well, I asked asked my partner at the time and I said to him, Do, can we move back to Melbourne? I want to go back to uni, finish my degree. And he said, yeah. So we, the plan was to leave at the end of the year. And I woke up one, one morning, like, honest, I cannot explain it to anyone, but this, this raging almost a voice inside me saying, you need to leave now. Like, we need to leave today. Also, oh, no slow move here, like... No, 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 you're like, up, you're going. It was going. urgent. Like, it was urgent. Like, feeling, the never, feel, so your gut feeling was urgent. I push everything. Like, okay. I've never had such a strong feeling in my life to do something. And I um, I rang Eli and I said to him, can we, can we go now? I don't want to wait till the end of the year. And he said yes, which is also the whole, which is very weird and anyway so that within within about a month I'd organized someone to rent my house trucks moving trucks everything just fell into place all fell into place all flowed oh so easily and it just did it happened and you know we got the money for the trucks and anyway we moved to Melbourne and a week after we'd arrived my um we were staying at my parents because we were looking for a place to, to live and dad had come home from the gym he didn't look well and I said to him do you want to go to the hospital he's like oh, I'm okay I'm okay and I said I think we should go he said I'm fine he's very he's a very strong Italian stoic man so he didn't want to go and then he looked at me and he said take me take me to the hospital so and you knew it was like he like, yeah. and then I I without even thinking I was going to put him in my car and then my mum said, just wait for me. I need to finish what I'm doing and then we'll go. So we all kind of just waited and paused. In that time, I could have been outside. I could have had my dad in the car. I could have been halfway to the hospital. But your mum caused a pause. And then we, dad sat down on the couch and he arrested. Full-blown cardiac arrest. And... Eli and I were the only ones in the entire house that would have ever been 
able to save him. We we did CPR on him for about, I think it was like maybe seven to nine minutes before anyone arrived. Um, so you kept him alive? Yeah, it was it was really intense. But if anything had been out of place, he wouldn't be here. So basically divine timing like the whole, you know, and you said you felt the urgency to come. You didn't know why, but you followed your really? instinct. You followed your intuition. I need to get there soon. You didn't understand the reason for it. You didn't understand why. But actually, when you look back on it, you're mm. realizing that kind of the timing was so oh, it was everything. precise for saving like your father's life. It obviously wasn't his time to go. No. But you were obviously sent to make sure that he stayed. Because without you being there, then it could have been very, very different. And I'm really close to my dad. Like I, yeah, like he's one of the closest people in my life. And yeah, it was it was just such a surreal experience. But that that morning when I woke up with that, you need to go now. I cannot, can't explain it. Well, you can't explain it. So maybe that's the point of this today. This is about believing in the things that you can't explain like <laughs> flying pigs and saving your father's <laughs> life flying pigs and moving homes <laughs> um okay we're gonna cut to a short quick break if you are still listening still with us go grab yourself a coffee um and we'll be back i'm just gonna play a little jingle and put my face up on the screen if you're watching on youtube <laughs> for the coffee break and um we'll be back i want to continue talking about being open being aware the sacral chakras things that are meant for us that don't go by us this conversation i like this hello welcome back to the second half of our chat on the podcast today about intuition um i'm here with jana and we are deep in um, intuition, in synchronicity, in trusting in the divine plan, that there is something maybe bigger than us. Um, And, yeah, I mean, how do you know? Do you ever not trust your intuition? I do, all the time, not (laughs) trust my intuition. But I always know, like, there seems to be one thing for me that I stumps me, and you know what it is. Like, I feel like that. At the moment, there's something that sits there and it's burning at me and I'm, I think intuitively I know what to do, but then I think it's my mind or my ego that is continually Ah, stopping me. So, and I think that's what happens. I think sometimes when we're not listening to our intuition, it's more of an ego-based thing where it's, it's driven by, I think your ego is driven by an agenda it seems to be more controlling of an outcome it's more fear-based it's sort of I agree so it sort of stops you doing things out of those things whereas I think if you actually listen to your intuition it's it's flowy it's positive it's um it's it's a knowing for certainty but it's a matter of not getting your ego in the way of that yeah because I've got to be honest when I'm in the flow state Sounds very, very um, that's, spiritual. That's when harmony. I'm in flow state harmony, I know intuitively the importance of people in my life. I don't hold on to them. I don't try to control them. Yeah. I'm very peaceful, but I can swing very quick into I want not believing in it, second yeah. guessing it. Or maybe that's all just um, what's the word? You know, when you do disbelief in that there's 
that it's all working out for me. So then if it's not all working out for me, then I've got to try and control it and try and make it work out for me. So I've got to hold yeah. on to these people and these things and these experiences. And and that's when I can go to where you're, that's when I go against my intuition, go against that inner inner voice. Yeah, it's that fear, you sort of, and your ego going, not not allowing you to just trust. And again, like in, you're not trusting people say you're not trusting the process but that sounds so dicky sometimes yeah it does sound a bit dicky it does doesn't it trust in the process trust the process that's what i'm saying so much what we're talking about today could be so fucking cliche it does and it kind of does sound a bit dicky i think when you first start talking about it it sounds a bit like I almost guru didn't, like let's trust the universe let's do the tr- but it's actually true I almost didn't want to discuss this in the podcast because I didn't want it to be this kind of like oh and today they're doing you know mm, trust in the universe like like if we're actually going to be real about this let's be real like, it does sound a bit dicky I don't know like, <laughs> no, that, no no it's that yeah this whole podcast I was worried about making it in the fear that it would sound cliched however when you actually give it a go which is this is like we're not any spiritual gurus or enlightened Def- or anything we're definitely like that. not we're so far from it we'll probably burn we walk into a bloody church Gina would set the church on fire if she me? worked in <laughs> are you calling me a witch <laughs> no. <laughs> no so this is the point but when you but, actually get yeah. out of it and stop sort of thinking it's crazy and you go okay fine I'll, I'm gonna let this happen let's see what happens and you just allow for life to to run its course yeah and I think that's the point is the podcast this podcast is not like two women that are giving advice this is actually two women discussing life this is what we're doing here and what's happened trying in trying to discuss and work out how we are making our way through this, whether it be sexually, whether it be physically, mentally, as a mother, as a wife, as a partner, as a friend. Like we're just trying to, we're just trying to like work this shit out basically. Yeah, and all the fuck ups that we do in between. Oh, like, fucking up just... all the time. We're basically, it's just, a, it's just a podcast talk about our fuck up. So actually the whole idea of intuition and trusting in it is about us grounding ourselves back in when we're spinning out going, oh my God, this is all, I'm like when we're in ego, in fear, when we're doing things that in our daily lives that are kind of out, when we come back to this, what's for you can't go by you. Like my grandma said, that's sage, that's fucking sage advice. She that gave is me. actually good advice. Sage advice. Like she's just telling me, calm down, girl, calm down, stop tripping. <laughs> Stop, stop tripping. I thought my, she was a Scot. My little Scottish grandma did not say stop tripping. Now she's like, almost. She sounds gangster. like she sounds like she's from from California. Some gangster from California. Stop tripping, girl. She is saying stop tripping, girl. Like trust, trust. That's what what's for you won't go by you, and that actually everything is working itself out. Yeah. Which got me on to the next thing. Sometimes in life bad things happen. We perceive them to be bad. Someone might be listening right now and something is going on in their life that's just bad. Like it feels bad. It feels a relationship's ending. You got, you know, you lost your job. There's a million things. Death. Death, whatever it is. However, what my grandma was saying and what a quote I read the other day, 
when one when the universe closes one door five open mm-hmm. and it's about sometimes as humans we can't see around the corner we can't see what's next so when we're faced with the end of a relationship or the end of something or that things have changed or that something's stopped you've lost your job loss loss change endings all those things that humans don't like when that happens we like panic because we want to stop we want because we can't see around the corner we want to control and stop it that's our reaction are we going to be sad about the loss about the grief we're sad and that's all valid but around the corner normally is what's next for you in life like you have to level up to the next thing it's like I remember my husband he lost his job in England and it was like we just bought a house with this massive mortgage and we were nervous about this mortgage because it was already pushing us you know to that limit like you do Mm. we'd had our first baby and he lost his job and I remember he came home and we were like what are we gonna what are we gonna do we're gonna we potentially could lose everything and it was at the time the very worst thing that could have happened to both of us we were Mm. like stress level like off the scale however if he had not have lost that job I wouldn't live in Australia because he would have stayed probably in that job for many years and my life would have been a very different life but because we were forced the universe worked like I didn't we couldn't control it there was no control he lost his job we couldn't control that but once we'd once he'd done that it propelled him into a new job at a new company and it was that company that brought me here and now I live in Australia so ultimately when I look back it's actually the best thing that could have happened to us mm-hmm. the loss of that job but at the time it was the worst thing yeah and that's again like that Gabby Gabby Bernstein she says obstacles are detours in the right direction obstacles you have you're so, starting wise words so, today. Yeah, but that's true. Like, Obstacles that's exactly are what? what? Detours? Detours in the right direction. So something you think you're on a, on the right path, but suddenly you lose your job, whatever happens, it forces you. It's forcing you, like you say, the universe is just literally forcing you to take another path. And most likely, all, almost, I believe, actually, there's always a silver lining in everything and it's that's that's where you're meant to be. It's pushing you to that right direction. So basically, if you're in that place right now where things feel like find your line, bad, find, like as in just trust that everything's always working out for you. There is a there is a plan, and that while sometimes life feels like it's spinning the wrong way, or that does that make sense? It's like yeah. is that that's comfort. Now, are we just trying to comfort ourselves? I met this lady. I looked after this lady, actually. I hadn't, this is kind of just, I don't even think I told you this. The other night I met this lady and she was 92 and I looked after her. This is in ED, yeah, at work. I was looking after her and we were just having this chat. She talked to me about her husband and her husband passed away two years ago. And I said to her, oh, you know, she was telling me the story about him in palliative care. And I said, did you get to say goodbye to him? She said, oh, I did, but not before he, not before he died. And I said, oh, did that make you sad? Because they told her that he had four days, but he died in like two hours. And I said, did it make you sad that you couldn't say goodbye? She, she didn't said, get her closure. No, no, she said, mm-hmm. I, I said my goodbye to him. But you know what? We, we had our goodbyes and that was okay. There was nothing I could do. And the, the biggest thing I learned was not to try and, not to try and control things that you have no control over and 
and she said, I, and I thought she was, I thought she'd be this huge God going to church, everything. And I said, I said, made some comment about God. And she said to me, oh, I don't call him God. I call it, I call it my spirit guides in the universe. And coming from a 92-year-old lady who I knew what we were going to be talking about, it just blew my mind. And I said to her, what is your biggest lesson then? What would you tell someone is your biggest lesson? And she, she just looked at me and she said, you just need to trust. You just need to trust that everything will work out and not try and get all caught up when things are hard and difficult because it's only a stage. It's a stage in a really long life and everything will just turn out. Yeah. So this 90-year-old lady, so you were kind of sad. I, I asked her if she was a hippie. I said, were you a big hippie? And she goes, no, actually. And I was like, I'm sorry. Oh, really? She wasn't a hippie? <laughs> she wasn't. That was kind of cute though. But So she we is. all think that she needs to go and say this big goodbye. But she already said goodbye. She just let it. She just let it go. She was, she was in a flow state of not like as in. And he didn't. He wouldn't have known. Do you? Well, there you go. So she didn't have to say goodbye because he already knew. I think that's another key thing. It's like if someone we're talking about death now passes away, as long as you know that you've said how you feel, as long as they know, then. Mm. She didn't need to say it, did she? She didn't need to go and sit by him and hold his hand as such and tell him all these things because she'd already she'd already told him. Yeah. So there was nothing else to say. They'd left they she left in a in a state of love. Yeah. So there was it was said. And I think that maybe that's why people say you should never go to bed after an argument. You should never really hold grudges and things against people because I think if you can't learn to forgive if you don't have that if you can't forgive people if you can't um this is a bit you know if you're not forgiving you can't be in a state or a flow of love if you're not in that state of love and forgiveness and just you know if you're holding on to negativity then actually trying to connect with the universe or trying to allow life to just be you're already blocking yourself off yeah. So you need to be able to let everything go, be at peace, not hold grudges and just 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 forgiveness. You so need- yeah, so basically if you were to bump into Gianna and I this week, um you would find that we are vibing on this really high frequency of forgiveness <laughs> and love and um we are trusting in the process no matter what life throws at us. And life has been kind of hectic for us both over the last few weeks really emotionally there's been lots of things going on so I think yes (laughs) I think what is happening is this podcast this week is highlights where we're at again in our lives we the podcast is always going to highlight where we're at in our lives so some are going to be um kind of deeper and some of them are going to be maybe more lighthearted because I think I always want to mirror where we're at and this week this is where we're at we're just trying to trust in our intuition to go in go within you know you were speaking today about one of your children and how your intuition is to make some changes on behalf in her life on behalf of her Mm. um and those those that gut intuition as a mother is kicking in like you you think you've already it's already there speaking to you and I think it's about listening just listening 
all the time, just when you're out, you know, when you, I was driving in my car the other day and, and a song came on the radio and I was like, I can hear it. Like I've heard, <laughs> I can hear the message. I walked into this room and this inspection, I saw a painting and I can, I've seen it. Like if you really start to be flowing along, you're not trying to force anything. You're not trying to see anything. You're just living and working and you're just going about your day, but just being open, you can hear it. You can hear the messages from the universe, you can hear the messages from people, you can be in that state of complete oneness with one, is that the word yeah. oneness? Am I, you, who am I, who, allows, who even am I today? It allows you to notice people because not everyone, I think when you're in that sort of judgmental kind of energy and I don't know, when you're not at one with people and like what you're saying, you miss things, you miss everything and it might be that, that well, like you were saying, it might be someone who's sleeping on the street. Well, maybe stop, stop your car. Make sure they're okay. Like something's yeah, just and being you aware. Know, it's no, awareness. You don't know what you're gonna what you'll achieve from those encounters. But if you block yourself up and you keep yourself narrow, then basically your life's gonna be you, you're trapping yourself in a in a in a bubble. In a bubble. When I'm when I'm not in this state though, that's when my uh, that's when I fall out with people. It's when I try to control things. It's when I'm kind of in a really, I use the word 3D, really kind of like um, surface level. I go, sometimes I can be really surface in my relationships. And I don't mean that as in that there's no depth. I mean, I see things from a very surface level. Mm. And then when I go to this place, I'm like, okay, I've got this. Just like, not just relationships, everything, yeah. everything. And, and once I'm here, I've noticed that things flow. And when I'm aware, so sometimes in life things flow. And sometimes there's obstacles and things feel difficult and hard. You know, you can be, you're pushing against the door that says pull sometimes. It's kind of sometimes recognizing that if you're pushing really hard against the door that says pull, stop pushing, like stop and either pull or just walk away, find the other door. Like as in, because sometimes we think we want one thing and actually if we're being guided elsewhere, we can't just see what it is that we're actually going to really love that's just around another door. So it's kind yeah. of like pausing. If something feels hard in your life right now and you can, you're kind of pushing against that pull door, just stop. Yeah, have a little bit of and courage. You do need courage to do things differently because you wouldn't have done this without courage. You wouldn't have started your vlogs and now you're onto a podcast. And you, if, that takes a lot of courage too. So you, it's not that you sat back and went, okay, universe, let's make this happen but you actually went out there and you put yourself out and, and you've done that. And now look what's happening. Yeah, like my work, even my work. Oh. I, I, like I changed things up at home with my work and I did my websites you've and I've got put finances my finances coming in. Just, and in abundance. It's, just, it's going. But that, again, is in – I'm in flow state. Like I'm in flow state. Like, and it, it kind of really is weird when I'm with people. I meet people now and I keep meeting people who are interesting and talk. Like I'm meeting – I meet I – meet, you kind of, when you level up, you meet the people on the same vibrational alignment as you two. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. I went out yesterday and everybody I met was like, chatted to me, talked to me, kind of the, the alight, it was, everything was flowing. But mm. I think because I was allowing it to flow. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that push, the, the, the path that's got all the obstacles on it sometimes is maybe the wrong path and get off it. Is that, yeah. is that the, um, is that the moral of that story? Yeah, well, without, I think also you've got to be careful. Like, 
not everything's easy. So if something's hard, don't just jump off and quit. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, but it's more about if you've got that that burning feeling inside you saying, if your intuition not... saying, stay with this, keep yeah. working hard, you're on the right path. Yeah. Whereas if you really are on the wrong path and you know it in your gut, yeah, you need to listen. But I think too, like I think intu- if you're on the right path, there's a sense of of joy and freedom, even if things are hard and difficult. And I, like for me, when I say with, with certain things that I've struggled with, and when I get my head and my heart confused, or my intuition and my head start fighting against each other, when I um, it doesn't go away. Like it won't go away if it's wrong. If I'm doing the wrong thing, it stays there, and it stays there, and it burns the absolute yeah fuck out of me. <laughs> like it is, yeah. and I can try and control that as much as I like, but it'll. It will always be there. So it's not going. The universe doesn't stop niggling at you if you're on no, the wrong path. It keeps gonna, trying to put you back on the yeah, right. It's going to sit there and keep. You can try and avoid people and things. If they're meant to be on your path, then you can't avoid them. But at the same time, you can try and control those people and keep them in your life. But if they're not meant to be there, then it's never going to feel right. They're going to be gone too. So like, you just got to keep pushing, keep moving forward, but trusting in the process. You said something to me before we did the podcast that I loved. In fact, it was yesterday you said it and it made me go, oh, my God, I love that saying. Through synergy. Can you remember what you said to me? Have you written it down? I did, actually. I wrote it down. Because I love it. I love this. <coughs> this is profound. She's, she's actually clearing her throat to tell you this. <laughs> I'll stuff it up because I can't This is like writing. her quote that I love um, this. So it was about intuition and it's about intuition is it's a state it's of being. It's a heart. I fucked it already, Gina. Can you start again? Because this okay. was really profound when you said it the first time. So can you not fuck it up? Because I want everybody to be wowed by you. All right, let's try again. So yeah. Intuition. Here we go. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> so it's a state of being in harmony and flow where your heart and your mind are acting in, they're working together. So it's they're acting in synergy. It's a state of coherence. So synergy is a state of coherence. I love the idea that it's, mind body soul all flowing so in the same work. direction so if you've not got it all together you can't be intuitive if your mind's telling you one thing like if you're telling yourself stories does that make sense yeah then yeah like you like i like this the idea of synergy and the idea of coherence and the idea of being in touch with like all of the things is that where we end it today with yeah. that statement i like that statement yeah Yes. Next time I'll write it a bit clearer so I can actually read my writing. I think you said it perfectly. <laughs> Gianna said that perfectly, did she not? Um, is there anything you want to add before we finish? Is there anything I've missed? I feel like I've been very chatty, chatty today. I'm in a very chatty mood, vibing on that frequency. Have I, have I not spoken about all the things you have down to speak? She has some little notes, does Gianna? She has her little notes here. Is there anything you want to say? No, I think I'm good, thanks. Gina. We could come back to this. This is a big topic. There was a big topic that I, that I did and I said to you that I want to sort of look at more deeply about the science the science behind intuition. And I read that they, you have your brain, but you also, there's people that say now there's, you have your heart brain and your gut brain. And they're very similar in the way that they respond to events in your life. So more emotions or words and things like that so that's something I wanted to really sort of tap investigate investigate and get to know a little bit more so maybe we'll come back and do this again when we've actually researched so this this initial 
chat was just us expressing how we try and live our lives but there is a science behind this there is actually like some factual based research behind what intuition is and what manifestation is and what um uh like trusting in the process when we talk about that I don't think it's all it's not just some spiritual kind of like medium spiritual airy fairy thing there's there's some people who've done some science-based research yeah so we're we're gonna try and give you we're gonna try and bring some of that research to you all in another at another time Jana's going to go away now and research this very do thoroughly. Do some more study. Do some studies. See, look at this podcast. <laughs> Not only is it a podcast, but you get to chat to me for an hour. You're now going to be propelled to go and study the science factual-based information on intuition. Mm, and our gut brain. Gut brain, heart brain. <laughs> oh, God, I love our you. Our three brains. All the brains. We're going to go there. We're going in deep. I love this. I love the podcast. So I'm going to end it there because we've already <gasps> talked for a long time and we could continue talking. So it's ending now. We will be back next week, the week after. We're going to be back every week. We've always got something to talk about, to share with you. I just want to say thank you to all the people who have been tuning in on YouTube, but also to the people who have been downloading and streaming us on Spotify and Apple iTunes. I've been looking at my figures just yesterday. I looked for the first time. They are phenomenally amazing. So thank you, thank you, thank you for um, listening to us. And the stats show that you're listening to the end as well, which is amazing. Um, Me and Jana are all (laughs) blown away by it. So thank you. My heart is full of gratitude and love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. Um, I say, namaste. Yeah. <laughs> we're obviously, <laughs> we're vibing high today. I hope you can feel those vibrations and that they're coming through the airwaves to you, our vibrational frequency, mm. giving you a happier, um, more yeah. uplifting day, wherever you are in the world. Big yeah. love from Gina and Jana to trust. you. Trust. Trust in the trust in the process. <laughs> that's the that's the message of the day. So if you needed a me- if you were looking for a message today, then the universe has sent you to give you this message. <laughs> trust in the process. Everything's working out for you, even when it feels like it's fucking shit. It's always working yeah. out for you. What my grandmother said? Take it. Well, she didn't say that. I was going to say, but take take a chance. Take a chance. And my grandmother said, "Can you say it in a Scottish accent? I can't. I know. Do it for me. No, I can't. Mm. What's for you won't go by you. That's uh, basically what." my beautiful grandmother said rest in peace can you do it what's for you what's for you what's for you my dad's gonna be listening like what the hell is she doing my dad's gonna be so ashamed what's for you i'm going we're gone goodbye bye bye what is all this ruckus tell me what's up